podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello there. Welcome to uh, this Spurs show, the post-mortem, I suppose. We've had Champions League previews. We've had live shows out there last week. This is the one taking stock of our defeat to Liverpool in the Champions League final. We'll pick the uh, bones through the game, the travel, uh, the experience in Madrid, and much more besides. Joining me, glad he's actually got off a plane, my co-host Theo Delaney. Hello. Nice to see you, Theo. And also joining us, a man who's also hosted the Spurs show before and was one of my travel um, companions on the way to Madrid, Barry Castanola. Hello. I thought you were going to say nice to see me again. I was like, we've just spent three days together. Three three (laughs) wonderful days together. Uh, Right. um, Well, we're going to kick off really with... um, I mean, if, if, if you follow us on Twitter and follow Theo on Twitter and Rob White as well, who was on our show last week you would have heard the debacle that they went through, courtesy of Thomas Cook Sports. Um, uh, Theo, just for those who don't know, sort of tell us your experience right. of trying to get to the Champions League final. Okay, had a, had, we had a, a massive nightmare. It was an inc- it's an incredibly long story, so I'm going to no, re- hey, we're, really we're, try and... after us. Take as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we were, we were booked on one of the flights that... They were, I think they had six flights going out uh, on... Saturday on the day they're all going is out that nice sort of and official early. flights official flights the club? Thomas Cook Sport booked right. through the club right okay and they were due to go out uh, get you there in plenty of time so as you know I was going to come on the show on the live That's show right. so we were due to go out at 10 to 10 so we get to the gate and uh, just when we get to the gate they say well, there might be half an hour delay so we can see the plane and then after half an hour they're going there might be a bigger there might be a bigger delay might be a bigger all the, the other it, flights are gone at this the, everyone else is the ones before the one after yeah. all, the ones after all flying out no problem right. Turns out they reckon that they'd, a bird had got it stuck in the engine when the pl- plane was arriving. They chartered it from a Turkish airline, Freebird. Um, <laughs> ironic. Ironically enough, yeah. Sad it wasn't a but, Freebird. you know, apparently this bird in the engine mm-hmm. thing is a bit of a catch-all thing that they use right. to, to cover a multitude of right. sins and problems. But, uh, yeah, and basically they said it'll be half an hour. Then they said it'll be within the next hour. Then they said, oh... It's uh, worse than we thought. And then various inspectors came, various people with tools and spanners, and we could because we could see the plane. Mm. Then people were sent. They had loads of representatives. Then they said, "Oh, we've been, we've, we've had. There's been a random inspection by the Civil Aviation Authority." Well, no. get your story straight. Then it's this. All this went on. It just kept grinding on for one hour, two hours, three hours. And we How started, irate started very, was everyone getting? Well, people were getting. I mean, you know, it's quite interesting because it's 190 people, and you really get to see the spectrum of people's mm. few, how short people's fuses are. Because some people are already shouting after a couple of hours, you know, and most of us. I mean, there was never, there was no swearing or argy barge or anything like that, but some people got very, very. It's not like you're going on a two day, two week holiday, you're like, oh, we missed half a day. There's an actual specific final to get to. I mean, this is a long story, as I said, I'll try to keep it. But right fundamentally at the heart of this is that Thomas Cook Sport are called Thomas Cook Sport. Mm. So presumably at at the heart of their brand and their brand values and their mission statement is the idea that they understand what sports fans are about and what it means to them mm. and on a day like that that, that game's kicking off at eight o'clock mm. you know or nine o'clock if, if you yeah, know nine pretty, o'clock local yeah, time yeah, yeah local time so 
They should have, you would have thought, they've got six planes going out there. There's always a possibility one a plane might not be. You would have thought they'd have had a contingency plan already yeah, in place plan, uh, for that eventuality. And they just didn't. And basically, they just winged it all day. They gave us loads of disinformation. Basically, to fast forward, they finally got us a, a plane down from Manchester. They said, we've got to try and source a plane. So they hadn't got one lined up. Then we've got to try and source a pilot. We've got to try and source a crew. They're just telling us this. They look panic-stricken, the people there. What's, what's wrong with the old crew? What were they doing? They can't fly it because they're, it's a different plane, different airline. It, it, right. it, they okay. chartered in. So they got one of their own planes down from Manchester with a crew, finally. They get us onto it about 4, 4.30 and a totally different gate. It's hilarious. We're all running around. It's like Monty Python, yeah. 190 men yeah. running around the airport to get to the other gate. Get on the plane. We're all like really pleased now. I remember yeah. tweeting pictures thinking, we're, yeah, we're in we're business here. Yeah. We're in Two business. Two and a half hour flight. Yeah, we've got, we've got plenty of time. We'll do this. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do it with an hour to spare. Obviously, yeah. we won't get to go into town, but at least we're not going to. And then we basically sat on that plane for like oh, well over an hour. We didn't oh. take off till almost half past five. What and was the atmosphere it, like with, with people? Well, it got much worse, of course, on the plane. Some, as I say, some people have got shorter fuses than others. A couple of people are shouting. And we're saying, look, don't, it's not going to make it any better. Mm. At one point, one of the fans, I don't, I don't know who he was, but he did a great job. He came on and did a, a small speech saying, look, we've all got to remain calm. Because if, if what they're saying, and they're right, is they don't have to take off if they think there are people on the plane who are so agitated that they're aggressive, and, which is fair enough. Mm. It was the best. We all said, we gave them a round of applause. So that's the clearest and best communication we've had all day yeah. because they hadn't yeah. given us any clear information or anything at all. They just yeah. were in a total blind panic all day. Eventually, it took off nearly half past five, and we're thinking, we're really done for it. We got there, we got off the plane. The only what time impressive. Did you get off the plane? With half an hour to go. So, so 8.30 local time. Exactly. That's when we got wow. off. That's, it's either when we, I can't remember if that was when we touched down or when we got off. It right. might have been when we touched down. And obviously the, the stadium is quite near the airport. So it's very near. And yeah. what was impressive, the only impressive thing, and it was nothing to do with bloody Thomas Cook Sport, was that the local authorities there at the airport were brilliant. They had all the buses lined up for us to get off the plane and get on. They zoomed the buses around as quick as possible. They made it so they cleared certain channels of passport and right. we almost jogged through showing the... Yeah. And then they, they actually almost, it was like a guard of honour. Uniformed people clearing a passage for us through the airport and we're literally jogging through the airport got on the buses that was the best bit that was the only bit where you thought people are really you know taking the initiative and looking after us here we all got on the buses then we had about 15 10 15 minutes to kick off i suppose and we thought well you know probably won't see kickoff but we haven't done bad all things considered our bus <laughs> there's like four buses worth of people our bus we got we got well we could see the ground all the way through you could see it from the plane yeah. when we we got very close to the ground. We're at a mini roundabout, and our bus has gone round once. It's gone round again. It's gone round again. People go, "What's going on?" Oh. He doesn't know where to go. Our driver, all the other buses, our driver didn't know what to do, and he shat himself when people are going, "What are you doing?" And he went down the wrong. He went oh down my the wrong god! Side. I'm laughing now. No. <laughs> and then he had to do a three-point turn. Oh Quite a narrow road. God. Big bus. Oh, oh my god! Came back. Went on another big loop. Then the police are like, there's police everywhere going, yeah. what are you doing, man? You know, eventually we get there. But we had to get off. And, and we, you know, we're way, you know what the stadium was like. There's no yeah. roads near we're, to the we're, actual we're, stadium. We're, we're you have to do, you've got a long yeah. I mean, we had to clamber through yeah. lanes and try and find our way. You know, yeah. we, it took us quite a long time. Again, we're running. I mean, mm. I'm, I run. Yeah. I mean, there were people who are much Elderly older than me. Just about yeah, to say, we had no fit. chance of doing that. And a, lot, and a lot of your normal Spurs fan isn't, you know, there's quite a few that aren't, aren't in the best of shape, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. That's just some of the players. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so 
we basically got. I mean, we finally clammed up. We had seats right high up at our, right. uh, you know, in the Tottenham end, and 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 we got in. And we, we funnily enough, we'd watched the opening minutes on oh, the bus was... on the phone, oh, okay. so we knew all about the penalty. Right, total Spursy beginning of a game. Yeah. it was just so in the script, wasn't it? You fucking yeah. lose a ridiculous, mm. crazy goal like that in the mm. opening seconds. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, so then we, we just watched the game. We had to go that, straight back to the airport. So what happened after the game? So we get back to the airport, finally find the coaches. No, no, no organisation about yeah. finding There's people everywhere desperately trying to find the coaches. Finally found them, get back to the airport to be told your flight back, which is due to go out at 2 a.m. So it's midnight at the airport, 2 a.m. We thought we'd check in, get on the 2 a.m., get home. No, yours has been cancelled. Uh, what we're doing is we, we just, because of your plane earlier, they didn't get a replacement plane. They just said, oh, well, that plane broke down. Uh, we couldn't keep the other one around, so it's hard luck. We'll just get you on some other flights later on. So I said, well, so it was random. They just randomly redistributed all the people from our flight onto all the other flights, which went a variety of times, but some of them were due out the next morning. So people who were on them were in town having a laugh or in a hotel. But they said, so Rob White and I, Rob White's with me all the way. He's talking to TalkSport, by the way, live from right. Stansted. Right. He's talking to The Sun. It was in The Sun before right. we'd even got there. Right. So all the media were onto it, which obviously put the wind up uh, Thomas Cook to some extent. Um, and then we got to, uh, yeah, yeah, and they, we got to the desk. Long queue. One poor girl who's got a, like, a few bits of paper, most of it with details that are written with biro on them. <laughs> And she says, what's your name? So we say, uh, yeah, Delaney and Mike. Yeah, you're on the eight o'clock. So we said, what? 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 Okay, so that's, we were supposed to be on the two. Yeah, that's been cancelled. You're on the eight o'clock. Okay, so where do we go now? Well, you've got us accommodation or? No. Well, what are we supposed to do? What, what are we supposed to do? you just got to wait here. Everything in the airport's shut. There's no food, nothing, no drink, nothing. Oh nothing. Oh and they wanted just to God. sit, in the, or sit there sit in a bar with for eight people. hours. And then get on my epoxy plane. Oh. That was by far the worst thing. All the way through, we're tweeting all this. And as I say, mm. the actual mainstream media are on it and everything. Uh, so I think even despite that, they couldn't pull out any stops. So it was chaos at this point because everyone's in the similar... Some people are on the nine o'clock, you know, been moved to nine o'clock. There's older people there, you know, p- people who are not, not as, you know, Absolutely. up to it as us. have already been through hell. Yeah, people have got cars parked There's a lot of shouting times. and screaming. At one point, I'm walking around, it's, it's like one of those, it's like a war zone. And I can hear some guy in a Thomas Cook, some young guy in a Thomas Cook livery is, is having a go at one of our fans, an older fan, saying, you, I thought, oh, this is beyond, this is beyond, this is grotesque. And I said, God. can I have a word with you? I took him aside. He was quite a young guy. Mm. And I said, listen, mate, I need to give you some advice. I said, you've got to be a, a lot more polite in the way that you're dealing with people here. And he said, look, look, I've been, that bloke's been shouting at me for an hour. He's threatened to hit me twice. So I don't feel I owe him any more courtesy than I'm showing him. So I said, I thought, oh, I felt a bit bad then. And then he said, and not only that, I don't work for Thomas Cook. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? You're wearing the uniform. He said, I'm a volunteer. Most, oh, all, of, all, no. of us, all of us wearing this particular uniform, and there were loads of them. He said, I'm a volunteer. We, we volunteer. I said, what? hold on, I can't get my... What do you mean you volunteer? Why on earth would you volunteer? He said, well, that, it works for them because they want to have representation on the ground. And for us, I, I, I just do it for the experience. I'm a Tottenham fan. I wanted to come out here. I said, you're not being paid anything. No, we just get the flight. Oh, my That's how God. they operate. They're not even paying these people. Wow. So no one there. There's one guy I said to someone, who's the boss here? And they went, it's, it's got to be Thomas Cook, isn't it? Stuart. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Cook over there. <laughs> it's Stuart, he's over there. And I went over to this bloke, Stuart. He's got sweat pouring down. He's got a whole fistful of passports in his hand. I said, 
Stuart, I'm very unhappy. You, I, I, I've been told I've got to wait here for eight hours to get on a flight at eight o'clock. He said, well, uh, I said, you cancelled my flight, which is at two. He said, we didn't cancel it. The plane broke down. I said, what you what's the difference? I said, you're st- I'm still on at two o'clock. Now I'm not. You should obviously got another plane. He said, well, what do you want me to do? I said, you've got to get me a hotel or get me on an earlier flight. And he went, I've just got to sort out these other people. He's got a fistful of passports. Disappeared. I never saw him again. I think he locked himself in a bog somewhere. I can imagine. I mean, basically, Rob White, who was star of the media, he'd been followed all day, as well as been on TalkSport and in the, the French Sun. TV. French yeah, TV follow- had been following him all yeah. day. We had him as well. They were in yeah. the car with us to Stansted. Yeah, I know. When we, unbelievably, when we got to the ground, they were waiting for him. Yeah. They'd been waiting for him yeah, six, yeah. seven hours for him. But they were there. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, he, I don't know how he got wind of this, but apparently they had a, two or three rooms at this airport hotel. It was quite a nice hotel. Right. So we just basically went and hung out with us. Right, okay. uh, with them they gave us one of their rooms so okay. we, had, we had a couple of beers and that got right. some you know a couple yeah. of hours sleep and went yeah. back and got on this plane but it was we were oh lucky my. we had that you know option wow. I knew you were delayed on the way back but I didn't realise till the next day yeah oh my astonishing unbelievable astonishing contempt that they treat you with just to just to maximise the money because they think well they could have got an early pla- they could have got a replacement plane very early in the process mm. at Stansted Apparently they were lining one up and then they thought it was going to be all right. So they cancelled it and then they had to get another one. But it was all about penny pinching, you felt. They should have got a replacement straight away and then they obviously should have kept it for the return mm. flight. But that would have cost them money. Yeah. But now what they've had to do, because they've been taking the pasting, a kicking in the media, is they've had to refund every single person on the, on the plane. Mm. So that would, there's no way that's going to cost, it would have cost them more. Mm-hmm. if they'd done the right thing. It was just stupid, yeah. incredibly stupid. I'm sure my cousin was on a, uh, one of the Thomas Cook flights earlier. I'm sure there was a problem there where they had to go from Stansted to Heathrow or, some, or vice versa. There was something happened really? with his flight as well, an oh, earlier right. one, right. but right. the same, same Thomas Cook you know, right. through, yeah. through the official Spurs. I mean, that's an extraordinary story. I mean, I know that those of you out there, obviously some went direct. Many, many people went from, like I said, from other Spanish airports. Some came in from other um, European countries to get in. Um, everyone's got stories, but that yeah. is. Uh, I'm sorry that you. you no, I mean, you, you know, it's one of those things. Story. Now you look back, it's it's funny. I mean, there were so many little episodes in mm. it, and, and a lot of people say, you know, uh, Terry who's, who goes to all our live shows, was there. Mm. Russell who's yeah. often a guest on here. Yes. There, you know, you get a certain camaraderie going, yes. and everyone sticks together. And you, every now and then, you have a bit of gallows humour. Yeah. But every now and then, somebody loses their temper. I mean, you know, when you look back on it, it's funny. Mm. But at the time, there's nothing funny about it, really. No. I had, um, I had one with the. Do you remember the, you know, the uh, the, the Inter Milan game, the the four three in yeah, the Champions League? Yeah. yeah, well, I was supposed to be, um, and. Um, I was flying out. I was meeting some people out there who were going out the day before. I had a work thing on. And uh, so I was flying via Madrid. Um, uh, get to Madrid. Uh, flight's delayed. Miss the connecting flights. There's like seven Spurs fans on that flight where they're just like, no, we can't get you there. So we're just like, are you serious? We've all got hotels, but we've all yeah. got tickets. So we end up watching it in O'Neill's Irish bar <laughs> in Madrid. 4 <laughs> 0 down at half time. It was like, well, that just doesn't feel quite so bad now. And then obviously there was the bail hat trick yeah. in the second half. Yeah. And I'm just going, oh, I wish I'd have been there see that just feeling quite low getting messages from from people at the game yeah. and I walked out of there and a, a, a Spanish lady of the night walks up to me just randomly goes do you want any business I went no thanks I'm married punches me hard in the ball <laughs> and I was just like can this get any worse I don't I mean I, I was so polite as well <laughs> amazing <laughs> what a way to end the evening it was horrific. Punching the bollocks really by was. brass. I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm so she sorry. She had a bad day as well. <sighs> no doubt. It must have done. <laughs> Incredible, isn't it? 
Unbelievable. Well, look, before... Um, I'm sorry, everyone who's waiting to hear our, our, our wonderful take on the game. Yeah. We're going to come to that. I'd like to talk about the actual stadium and, and, and the experience, which was an absolute disgrace as yeah. well. You probably luckily could have missed this. So most people I know kind of who were at the fan zone or at the Spurs show event or whatever, kind of sort of thought, let's mosey over to the stadium at around sort of six-ish. Mm. Kick off at nine, plenty of time. Uh, most people got to it, the Metro, the, the Metro that was recommended by UEFA to take. And, and you know, we had the, uh, the, the, the Madrid free app. Yeah. And I was going, but there's one nearer. There's one, that, there's, 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 a, there's a Metro literally right by the stadium. Someone said, that's the one we've got to take. Maybe that's for Liverpool fans. I was like, oh, okay. All right, they've, they've kept them yeah. separate. All right, we'll, we'll go with that. And I had this Capify app and I jumped in a taxi. So the taxi goes to the sort of dual carriageway stroke motorway near the yeah. ground. Literally right by the stadium. The police then wave him, wave him away, come all the way around, and they're basically dumping people at the bottom of this motorway in the 35-degree heat, including old people. And now it was a good 20, 25-minute walk in the heat mm. to the stadium. No signs where to go. Mm. The, obviously, everyone was worried about, all oh, there's going to be loads of checks, so be careful, people nicking your ticket, and all this. Mm. The, every game, you get these scare stories. So what is effective the outer perimeter to get into the inner a bit? Suddenly there was, police went, no, go that way. So started going down one way. That was all Liverpool fans. There was no e entrance there. So you're walking up and down the blinding heat. Finally, we saw like a sort of entrance, queuing up for 15 minutes, get there. This is a few for dignitaries. Well, oh why? my God. Where, where's, where's, and it was like this oh. tiny entrance to get in. Then they were obviously checking people. The whole thing about you can't take backpacks in, nonsense. People were just taking kind of anything they wanted in, yeah. which are now being searched. In the blinding heat, you've got the police in all the black, won't, make, you know, won't crack a smile at yeah, all. Yeah. You finally get into the inner bit, which is right by the stadium. So you think, great, this is it. Feast of football, wonderful, yeah. sponsored by this thing. There was literally four kind of vans you get at festivals selling stuff. Yeah. No shade, queuing up for a water, uh, even though you're not in the ground, still taking the cap off, but I'm not even in the ground yet. Yeah. Take that off. So in the blinding heat, no signs, nothing. A massive area where you could have put three times the amount of stuff, nothing. And then when you got into the actual stadium, you go, oh, there's bars here. Why don't you tell us? Because you're in the shade. Yeah. Where we were lower tier, big concourse, you could stand there, no problem at all. But then at half time, they ran out of water. Yeah. People passing out of heat exhaustion. Dangerous. There was no free water, which you're meant to have in any public event. Yeah. Free water, nothing. It was an absolute disgrace. Yeah. The stadium clearly is not fully ready yet. It's it not very good. Be, not very good at all. Should not have taken place there. And again, UEFA, hang your heads in shame. It's an absolute disgrace that your, your marquee game of the season was yeah. that badly organised. So uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a, a, a ticket, right? So I was, I've been desperately for, you know, for weeks trying to see this anyway and looking and seeing prices going from three to seven grand yeah. and stuff like that, going there's no way. So in, in the end, I, I, I went to go and meet some friends at about half five or something uh, in central Madrid and one of them had two tickets on them. One of them was for a mate of a mate who had pretty much gone AWOL. They drank too much, wasn't, no one knew what, where he was, right? So I'm, I'm like, well, I'm coming with you, yeah. right? just in case, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, uh, and if not, I'm I might even try and see if I can get on because I was umming and ahhing about whether to watch it in in town in a bar or whether to um to go and see if Chelsea, there was anywhere I yeah. could get one you know last minute or someone yeah. not turning up whatever and the, and the city centres were obviously packed with 
mainly well, it was obviously Spurs fans, lots of scousers as well. Yeah. So all the bars there, you couldn't get into them unless you kind of went, let's go a couple of stops to the sort of outskirts of go town further out, where yeah. you could sit down in any bar and watch them. Yeah. But it's like all piling into Carnaby Street to watch yeah, the game. Yeah. You know? So uh, so I go with them, I go on the Metro uh, and uh, as Mike was saying, the, the, the stop, it, I mean, it was at least 25 minutes from, yeah. from that Metro stop at least. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, get to the bit where they where they're checking tickets, and at this stage, the guys called a couple of times, right? But but no one can understand what he's saying. All I'm seeing, I'm seeing a, a couple of people speaking to him on the phone, just going, I "Don't understand you. Where are you? Where?" And I'm still going, "Oh, don't turn up, don't turn up, don't turn up." So uh, so I get through that the first bit where they're checking tickets uh, on the out, just on the outside of the, of the stadium. Get through there, and I think I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch the game. So you got was, into the inner bit. Yeah. So, so right. which is actually inside the stadium, but not inside the inner bit of yes, the stadium. Because yeah. you still go in the entrance of the yeah, stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they're checking tickets. Okay. Just as we're about to go through the turnstiles, he calls one of oh. them. I'm just outside. What no, are you doing? You got my ticket. No. So now I'm stuck. I'm in. I'm in the bit. But but um but they have to go back and give him. They have to try and blag it with the police because they're, oh, they're marking with pens. Out with the yeah, because they're marking with pens. Going how yeah. come how come you got two tickets? They're both yeah. marked. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how they got him in there. But now I'm in as well. They go in and I'm I try and <laughs> I try and, I shouldn't be saying it, but I, I try and see if I can edge in. But yeah. no, not a chance. So, so I went. What do I do now? I'm so desperate. It's yeah. now twenty to nine. Yeah. So I think the only thing I can think of is to pretend I'm crying. <laughs> And go and speak to Stuart saying that I've lost my ticket because I must have had it, mustn't I? Because I've got in the first yeah, bit. Yeah. So I'm going, I don't know where, is it, yeah. I had it in? Where yeah. do I go with that? Yeah. So they send me to like gate 16 where there's an office. When I get there, there's in front of me, there's like 30. All, all trying the I, same thing. No, I, I, rate, I rate Scouse fans and I don't oh, know course. whether they had counterfeit tickets. I don't yeah. know what the deal was. Probably. But, but I'm just watching them go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching them screaming and shouting at yeah. these people behind the glass yeah. and I'm there well, for do that. the accent I'll let me do the yeah, accent what, what do I going to do with the tickets I got a tickets I got to get the game started and I'm just oh, come on so I'm like and, I'm, and it's the same bloke it's the same bloke there for like 10-15 minutes I think uh, it's now 5 to 9 oh. I can hear it all happening and I'm going oh come on so I just got well I've got to go back into town but now I'm in the middle of nowhere so I leave, hear the cheer as I'm walking out of the stadium of the of, of the of the penalty. Yeah. I don't know what's um, I hear. So so I, I see there's there's a there's a Liverpool fan sat watching it on his phone just outside the stadium. So go and look over his shoulder. He has a penalty, um, and, uh, and then we hear a cheer because it's got a delay on it. Yeah. I don't know whether it's a cheer because it's been saved or scored. Right. So then watch it going. Go, oh, go walk it off. I'm trying to order an Uber, then switching back to, to YouTube to watch it on beat on my phone because I've only got obviously one device on me. So I'm going. Do I want to order an Uber or watch the game, yeah. the most important game of our history? Yeah. I bump into another Spurs fan um, who was trying to get one uh, to get the ground. We get a cab back into town. Miss all the first half, just watching it on the phone with bad connection, with the colours yeah. all tracing. Yeah. Get into town, can't can't get in a bar, can't oh, get like walking no. around. So we end up then getting a cab. But someone I'd met earlier in the day said they were going to a TGI Friday bar, like like near the Burnabout, a bit further out. Mm. And we went there and watched the second half. Really comfortable there, yeah, but yeah. but it was, it, yeah, it was a night. Another it was a night. night yeah. Hell. Unbelievable. Why do we it? do it? I mean, the irony <laughs> is, the irony is, where I was sitting, which is the lower tier, all most of the low block. Everyone stood throughout the whole game. Yeah. So you didn't even sit well, I was, in your I was seat. on my feet the whole game. So you could have easily got in 
and oh, not yeah. gone, that's my seat, yeah, yeah. and stood. And also, I never sat in my seat at any stage. And the back of the lower tier was a massive concourse yeah. where you could Loads stand and just watch the game. Yeah, yeah. And the police were, there, was, there wasn't any really police inside the stadium. No. It was mainly just weird sort of UEFA dignitaries and yeah. young people with mobile phones it and stuff. Mm. Most people have mobile phones, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, youngsters and all that. Well, look, let, let's have a quick break and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into the actual game. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back. Uh, before we now obviously look at the game, a few bits of business. Uh, don't forget for next season now, you can join, get the t- Spurs show season ticket holder, getting into all our monthly events on our big, uh, well, we have the Madrid show and our Christmas show. Just go to season.spurshow.net. Uh, if you haven't listened to the first live show, which went out, just before the match on Saturday, check that out. Next week's show, we'll, we will be broadcasting our, the second special show we did with Eric Torsvet. So look out for that. Don't forget, we're back by Labbooks this season. Go to bet.spurshow.net. There should be a link there. They're offering for this England Nations League game the next couple of days. They're offering you a £1 free bet. I think anyone just log on. and if, We've got to have an account, obviously, and, and get a free bet there. Right, the game itself. Um, many, many Spurs fans on the way there. Also the same thing. We can't do it again. This whole Champions League campaign, these silly early goals, you mm. know, against yeah. all these teams. That's the one thing we can't do. And bang, 24 seconds in, it happened. And again, when you look at before the penalty, the build-up, it was a litany of errors, Shambolic. being out-muscled, losing mm. the ball. Kane lost it. This one lost it. Mm. It was bobbing along, looped back in again. But it was utterly surreal. And where do you both stand? Because I've watched it many, many times, the instant. Mm. The ball initially hits his sort of chest armpit, okay? Mm. Mm. It then rolls down, a bit like Lorente's goal yeah. against Man City. Yeah. It then rolls down slightly to look at the angle, whatever. His arm was out, fine. The fact that ref gave it so quickly, it was the quickest VAR like you heard penalty, just check. Yeah, penalty. Like that. Well, I mean, I, I know you didn't see it live, but no, presumably you've watched it, yeah. point, whatever. What was your take on it? Well, I think it's a terrible shame that the whole of the Champions League final, the most important game of the year in the world, is basically spoiled by that because it, it's completely random act, wasn't it? He didn't try to handball it. He didn't seek to get any kind of an advantage. In fact, it barely touched it. Like you say, it touched his chest first and then it rolled onto his arm. Mm. So it's really sickening that that, that was given and that it had it completely dictated the whole tone and the, and the tempo of the whole match. And it's a, a terrible shame. Would I be thinking that if I was a Liverpool fan? No. To be honest, if we'd been given it, that's what you got to think of because you can never really be objective. If you're a Liverpool fan, you get that penalty, you're not complaining, you don't feel guilty. You think, well, it, you know, it did actually hit his arm and if the referee thinks he got some sort of advantage and those are now the rules, great, we'll take it. But they shouldn't be the rules, I don't think. I think there needs to be a clearer... Under, you, you need to be seeking to get Definitely. an advantage mm. or you need or to get... Or you just say, and it touches your arm, anything, whether it's someone's pushed you into the ball or whatever... It's a penalty. Just make it absolutely. It's got to be clear, clear cut, yeah. Because it really isn't. No. Yeah, I, I think 
it's such a tricky one because because they they keep changing. They seem, they seem like they keep changing the rules. It used to be ball to hand, didn't it? And it mm. used to be, um, and, and they keep talking now about this unnatural, unnatural position. Because mm. we were having the, the conversation about the about the rose, Danny uh, Rose, one, um, one. Yeah, and that one. City. You know, I, I as much as again, I hate to, I, I I thought if if they are the rules, and if you know as, as stupid as the rules are, if his arm is up like that, and you go, well, where was that ball going at that point? I know it's hard to move it out of the way, but it, but it's clearly it's hit his arm and it's gone up. This one even less so because of the way it hit his armpit mm. but then it does sort of change the direction I don't think it was a, you know I'm mm. gutted I'm you know and and it but at the same time I do also think it is a bit stupid of Sissoko to be stood in the box with your arm up yeah. like that. I do. I do think that's stupid. Yeah. It's a mistake. It's not intent- None of it's intentional and it was really harsh. But why are you standing with your arm up in that position? Because people are talking about, did Sane go for it? Mm. He might well have done. He it, might have seen, you know. And The bizarre thing, yeah. it sort of changed the whole dynamic of the game because Liverpool, obviously, the whole game were extremely negative. Yeah. I think it helped by going one up so early oh, on. Of course. I think clearly they then thought, we've got a great defence. Yeah. We don't need to go gung-ho. Yeah. Come on, you go at us. Yeah. In hindsight, and I know many people on social media going, should have started more, not started Kane. I, I think I, I said this on the show the week before. I would have started with all of them. I know you mentioned you wanted to keep yeah. Winks in there. Yeah. I think I said the week before, start Kane, Son, and Mora. And just go for it. Yeah. Go for it. And ironically, when you go 1-0 down like that, well, that's you, the lineup really that you really, yeah. really wanted. Yes, we'd have been short at the back, but I, 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 would, I would have taken losing 4-0 to a brilliant Liverpool team knowing where he had a go. We well, lost 2-0, I thought, to extremely average Liverpool well, team. Because on the night, yeah. Yeah, on the night. I, I, yeah, on the night, exactly. They were a really good team. We, well, both teams played well, well below their best, possibly to do with the three weeks off, but it's also to do with that. That's why it ruined the game. I think that Klopp said to them, totally understandably after last year, I don't give a fuck how mm. well you play. I just want to win. Mm. Yeah. So if you find yourselves in the lead, start wasting time, which they did oh, immediately. Yeah. Start wasting time. Don't both fullbacks bombing forward. Forget that. Yeah. Play pragmatically because we learned last year. I don't give a fuck. If it had stayed nil-nil till half time or it had been a closer game, they would have had to play and mm. we would have played. There'd have been spacing behind both defences, it would have been a better game. But yeah. the minute they got in front, they played it was like old fashioned European yeah. ties. Yeah. Where game. one team's yeah. got a little lead yeah, and they it. just try and protect it. Yeah. And, and what, you can't blame them. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. And what a shame after the uh, uh the, the Champions League campaign this year. Not just from us, from Liverpool, uh, even you know, you'd think back to like the yeah. United San Germain game. Yeah. You know, you, you Great know, game. This is this you know the, it, it was such a, a shame to end it in, in yeah. with a game that was so so poor compared to some of the other matches. How would, how would you feel if you were Lucas Moore? Gutted. Told you you're not starting the game. Yeah, gutted, After yeah. what you did in the semi-final before. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, if you're Lucas Moore, you also think, well, who is he going to drop for me? I mean, Kane's the biggest star, one of the biggest stars in the world. But he wouldn't be dropping Kane. He wouldn't have been dropping... I mean... Yeah, yeah well, who's he going to yeah, leave out? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, but, I mean, yeah. the, the problem, you know, Kane, Son, Deli Alley, Eriksen... I mean, I'm not saying, of course you'd be gutted, but you'd also, if you're irrational, you'd think one of us has got to drop out. And I, mm. you know, who out of those five, one of those five, unless you do what you said, but that would have been brave at nil-nil. Yeah. Oh, at nil-one, it's yeah. the right thing, but you don't, you don't make a substitution after a minute because yeah. you've gone one down. I mean. I mean, the rest of the first half was quite dull. I think Luis had one shot tipped over the bar. Yeah. That was about it. Alexander yeah. had one shot went wide, yeah. but it wasn't a, a great first half. No. Second half, we were obviously much improved and yeah. they were losing the ball a lot and we had a real go. And I think most people in the Spurs end thought, 
get an equaliser here. And I thought we'd get I one thought right we'd get two. I get an equaliser yeah. now. This is, this is extra time. I had that and old for, song in my head. Score, toss yeah. them, score. If you get one, you'll get, get more. more. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It was like, and that's what we'd done in other games when we had to come behind. It looked like it was all going to happen again. Unfortunately, the key players, Christian Eriksen, Hominson, Deli, Deli Alley, had very, very below par games mm. on the games, the game. And Harry wants well, to raise really. it. Harry didn't, yeah. get, didn't get much at the, uh, yeah. didn't but get no. any, uh, you know, with, with, with Kane as well, going, going really. back to that, you know, it is a tough decision and, and it is easy to say in, in hindsight, obviously. Um, you know, even if he had have had a terrible, terrible game and, and just got lucky with, a, with, a, with something that went in off his arse or he t- you know, hit a, got a yeah, rebound like that fell at his feet. Some of those goals he got in the World Cup. Forget, yeah, you'd forget, you'd, you obviously you would forget all about it. So it's, yeah. it's, and, and also, I don't think we can forget, and I know it's the same for, uh, for both teams, but, but, um, but when you think about the quality of the game, the, the heat, it, it, it yeah. was so hot yeah. And, yeah. and they're not used to it. And after three weeks of not playing, yeah. uh, I think also, a, a risk to be fair and a gamble and that's that's what management's about isn't it you make your decisions you stand by them but to play two players uh, that have been out for a mm. long long time and Winks yeah. did Winks have a good game well. but again did. if Winks had had a bad game, game we would be going now what, what, yeah. Yeah, we, what's on would be going why are yeah. we playing Winks we yeah. didn't have any what I call real guilt edge chances though the best chance I thought fell to Moore in the box which Alisson saved yeah. the Best save, obviously, was the Ericsson free kick for the Rose run. Yeah. How that player... Again, going back to the referee, how whoever fouled Rose there wasn't booked as extraordinary. That was the moment I thought was going to go in. It was a great save. Yeah. Ali had a header that could have done better with. Yeah. Tom had yeah. it to them. Yeah, could have done better yeah we, had, we had plenty you know. of chances, just not any, not any yeah. absolute sitters. Yeah. But that we had the sort of chances that we've been scoring in other games. I yeah. mean, we only needed one of them to go in. Yeah. But the, the thing about them is, of course, they were able to do that thing of sitting on it and being pragmatic because they've suddenly got the best defence in yeah. England and they didn't have that at all yeah. up until, you know, well, last summer they didn't have it. Mm. I mean, but even Van Dyke, that challenge when, 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 when Son went running through and yeah. then he just yeah. got in head and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's a great he, defender yeah he believes the hype he is that good oh, he's he? great yeah. yeah you know it, it obviously yeah. was a disappointment uh, not to win and I think for me the disappointment was if we played as we played the way we know we can play we would have won we would have won yeah. that to me coming out the ground was, was I was so such an frustrated. opportunity I tweeted on the final whistle the best team lost it happens and then I got a, I got a right pasting from, from other fans back in England maybe I'd exaggerate but if you look at all the stats and everything that second half we were definitely dominant we had way more possession I think they gave us we had the more sh- yeah they did they, they were sitting the on it they were sitting on it <coughs> but know. we had we had more shots more shots mm. on target etc 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 I mean we did yeah, but it was two teams playing at like 75%, wasn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, the other thing to say after the game was... Because, again, if that was a Tottenham-Chelsea final, we all travelled together, we came back to the ground together, all the city centre together, drinking all day, there could have been trouble. Yeah. There were 17 arrests in the whole of the city. That's good. Which were all uh, drunk-related. Uh, drunk drunk disorderly. You know, we shared bars with Liverpool. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, the atmosphere in that respect yeah, was, was, fine, was, yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I and really one, good to see. I helped did, find his you? iPhone. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I wasn't happy about it. I was sat after the game and then uh, the bloke's gone got an iPhone. And I'm like, oh, well, hang on, suspicious. Uh, and I, um, I did the find oh, my yeah, iPhone. Find, find my yeah, iPhone. Yeah. And, I was, and he's like, but then he got really angry at me because he, he went, oh, come on then, let's go get it. I was like, ask me nicely. Ask me nicely. You know, first yeah. of all, can I take your phone? I went, no. And then he was like, well, come on then, come and get it. And I was like, if, you've got to ask me nicely. Done you a massive just... favour, mate. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was my little bit. He found it in the end, so it was all happy yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of good um, spirit between the, 
Yeah. I mean, not, not that I was ever in yeah, on, but I saw, 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 saw bits of it. It's yeah. really impressive. Seven, 17 arrests. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fantastic. Again, that has barely been talked about in the press. What a surprise. Mm. But uh, mm. it's a great testament to both sets of fans. Now, where does that kind of leave us? You know, we saw the picture of Pochettino in tears. You know, I think it was tears because he knew that we had such a great chance. Mm. You know, will we get it's a bit like that sort of the, the 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 season when Leicester won the title? Will we get a chance like that again, type thing? Yeah, I I I, I don't think we have that chance with the current squad. No, so we now know that squad has to be improved. Uh, supposedly, uh, Levy and Pochettino are sitting down at the end of this week because he had a couple of days off to sort of go through it all. Latest reports, we're still in for this Ndombele at Lyon, although Lyon in the Champions League now, so he might not go anywhere. This De Kelso uh, guy yeah. we're linked with, but we're apparently way off evaluation. Um, the valuation. Then you go close to home, you've got Sessignon, Madison. You know, good players again for the future, but not players that are going to, you know, change things immediately. Yeah. And uh, again, if you listen to last week's show with uh, Damien Camoli, um, you know he his people. You know he was obviously there, and he said they they must not and they will not change the business model, yeah. which is getting players in young, at less money, improving them and whatever. And he says mm. absolutely that won't change. Yeah. And kind of my argument is, if you want to win the Champions League, now we've got a taste of it, if you want to win the Premier League, you kind of got to throw a bit out, out the window. You've got to go for ready-made players and pay the wages. Mix, mix. But we all kind of know There's what's not the budget happen. for it. What will happen, I think, is Daniel Levy will go, here's X for players, you know, 80, 90 million, 100 million, that includes wages as well. Everything else that you sell, and sell, I mean, Lorente apparently contract won't be renewed he's reporting on 100 grand a week that can go towards someone else's wages for example or they've got to get another backup striker mm. and everything else you sell whether that's you know the kudu ericsson being the one if he does go they'll probably get the most for we won't get anything near the 120 million that apparently we wanted for him i, I think if, if you especially the way he played in the final if you got 70 75 you'd be, million you'd be with with one year, left, only one year left one year left apparently that's contract. the thing real madrid don't want to they, well because they realize you've only got we might, a year left we'll wait a year we'll wait we'll a year. Mean, i would be genuinely absolutely devastated if in Kuda goes, <laughs> I, think, I think we need. We need. Um, I, think, I think we need a couple. Like I think you need a mix, don't you? I think it's 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 worked out, especially when you've got a manager like Pochettino, and and he like let's face it, he likes molding players as yeah. well. He likes that, so that's yeah. great. But if if you can get, say, you were bringing in five players, and say you know we sold. Um, you know, whoever gets, say Trippier goes, say, or, or Davies, or someone like that, say whoever, whoever, you know, out these players are talking about that might go, and then you get big money for someone like an Ericsson, then I think, yeah, bring in, bring in three or four younger players for the future, like your Cessna Yonzi, mm-hmm. I mean, who, who didn't do that great in the Premier League yeah. last year, but he's obviously got massive potential. Yeah. Uh, but then bring in one or two star, internationals or something, mm. you know, bring in at least, like, when's the last time we had a, a marquee sign? Like, one, just please. Yeah, the but, last marquee just sign one. is probably Van der Vaart. You know, that's yeah. a few years back from memory that you go, wow, yeah, yeah. that's someone I really but know. He got, they brilliant. got him on the cheap. <laughs> I mean, he was a superstar, cheap. but they got him on the cheap because he, yeah. they wanted him out the door. They actually phoned up, didn't they, on transfer day? They said, you, you couldn't take old Van der Vaart off. Our yeah. hands, did you? That's how I mean, it Again, the one I'm going to keep banging on about it, and I know that, that they don't want to sell. The one name I, I would go for was Wilfried Sahar because I just think he's a player that gives you something different, yeah. can change a game. And he's proven in the um, Premier League. Proven in the Premier League. You know, apparently he's reporting on 130 grand a week. I mean, I mean, again, you look at the um, 
the Damon Camelli story about Berbatov, uh, and listen to last week's show. Mm. Um, he was at um, by by Leverkusen, yeah. And Levy said, "We'll take him, but I'm telling you now, we're not going to give him. We're going to pay exactly what he's on now." <laughs> and Camelli said, "No way, he's coming to Tottenham, the Premier yeah. League. You can't." Bring. Yeah. They did the deal. He, when they wow. joined, he was, he was on, on the same. same so it just shows you if people want to come to play for Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. with a great stadium. Yeah, but he didn't. In the he did, didn't League. take him long to want to go and play for well, Manchester yeah, United. because that's now we know why. Yeah, but um, you know, I just think go there if, if Palace go. Yeah, we want seventy-eight million. Just do it. Just do it. Get just show the footballing world that we mean business. Yeah. And one, there was um, something I read today in, in, in one of the papers that Pochettino wants this, this meeting this week. Not so much about this summer and what you're going to give me, but kind of if I stay, what's going to happen the next few years? Mm. I don't fair want enough. to be a plan. Yeah, totally I don't want enough. this every single year. I want yeah. to know what roughly I'm going to get every season. Yeah. What do I need to do to, to, to mould that team? Because you look at Alderweireld and Vertonghen who have been, especially Vertonghen, magnificent this season, they're all getting on a bit. So yeah. you're going, so now you're going to start playing Foyth and Sanchez, Sanchez. in more games next season fine but there's going to be a few ricks there a few mistakes mm. we could drop points you know Ericsson Ali who's been certainly below par this season Definitely. I think largely because he plays better with, with Kane with him and Kane's been out a lot you know we need an improvement from there we need an improvement from Ericsson or someone else there's Sun's been magnificent Sissoko's been magnificent Weeks had injuries been magnificent but they're still scoped obviously yeah you know, I remember a few years ago full, when people used to go, how worse. can you improve that first 11? You can't improve that first yeah, 11. Now you can. You can improve that first 11. That first 11 can be improved and must be improved. It's a, the, the really biggest worry about where we are at this particular moment, because this is unprecedented in Poch's reign, is the form going in the last yeah. te, 10, 20 games yeah. in the Premier League at, were terrible. I mean, yeah. it was form that would have been, we'd have been barely above the relegation zone. Yeah. Now that is the big worry. Because if you're looking at... I mean, they often say teams go into new seasons very much, you know, still on the form that they finished the previous season. Now, if Mm. that happens, we're going to start off very, very bad. We're going to do a sort of start that got Martin Joel and Christian... Mm. um, What's his name? Juan de Ramos, the sack. If we carry on with this kind of form. And so something's got to happen. And that must be, presumably, a, a personnel thing. And Personal so he's got, they've got to do think, something. But also they're running on empty. And that's why it's very well, annoying. then they'll have the rest. It's very annoying to see, you know, Dyer and Kane yeah, and, yeah. and Delhi going on to these ridiculous internationals. Ben Davis, who was going to have a groin operation, he's, he's has good, now yeah. put it on hold so he can yeah. play in the, in the uh, European Championship yeah. qualifiers. But at, least, at least these games are over quite quick. It's not yeah. like a tournament. But so then, at least they'll but, get but, a month but, off. But then, yeah, but then we've got this, the, the, the pre-season tours coming up. Yeah. The ridiculous thing I wonder before. how long they get off then. You like, know, just two or three weeks. Probably about three weeks. It's not really you know, good it's just enough, not, it's not enough. But, you know, that's, I know it's modern football, yeah. but, yeah. you know, we've got to come back hitting the ground running. Particularly when uh, when some of the players obviously had a, a hangover from the World Cup Absolutely. last year as well, and and what I think, you know, what, what we've done so well, what I think what Liverpool have shown this year as a team, particularly as well, is is uh, is is that togetherness and that unity that we had for a long, long time this season. And you hear from the club and you hear from players saying it's the happiest they've ever seen them. But this is now this is a knock, you know, this yeah. this the, the Champions League. Obviously, as as we were, imagine how devastating gutted we are. Uh, you're a player. You think you've got a chance of winning a medal. I mean, that's a big psychological blow 
Uh, and I think we, we underestimate unless there are big changes and they, they've got to they've you know they, they've got to pep them up somehow but the good thing is if, if you kind of play at Spurs and you go yeah you know we're top four but we've reached the Champions League final mm. so you it's think amazing. the players will be going yeah hopefully we they can, can do it they can try you know? and use it as a positive that's what Liverpool say they did Absolutely. they said they yeah. use it as a positive and, yeah. and use it as a motivational thing but it didn't hurt that they then also spent a load of money well th- that's the so difference basically thing. that's the model you look to what happened with Liverpool they lost they felt, you know, they had, they'd had a lot of bad luck, like we yeah. did. Uh, but they were basically blown away by a team that was more pragmatic than them. Mm. And that's what's happened to us. Yeah. So what did they do? They bought quite extensively, spent good money to improve the first 11 and the squad generally. Mm-hmm. And then they used it as a thing. We're not, we're not going to let that happen again. So yeah. we've got to do exactly that. Yeah, absolutely. Whether we can... Well, whether the, whether the players are out there and they want to come to I mean, do you think there's any, any prospect that Poch might actually be thinking, maybe this is a good time to leave? Because if he looks at that squad yeah, and he looks at the form, he might be thinking, I, I, I think I can only go backwards from here. Well, that's why I think these, these, yeah. these talks are absolutely crucial. Yeah. Because when you look at why he left Southampton, he yeah. left Southampton because he realised moving forward, the club didn't match his ambitions yeah. and couldn't back him financially yeah. with what he wanted to do. We don't know, obviously, which players Poch has said these two or three players the ones we get, get the younger one bring them through fun these two are key, key absolutely key and if you know if that money keeps going up we don't get them he's going to think well I haven't been backed yeah. this is it we don't, we don't know I, I mean, mean he's entitled to say look mm. Daniel we're mates I've loved it here mm. I love everything about it here but my stock may never be this high again if I stay here in the circumstances I understand what your financial constraints are I totally get it I'm not, I'm not blaming you but for me in my career this is the best moment for me to move to somewhere with a place with a big budget because if I wait another year and we have a bad season next year I might not get that opportunity The, the other thing though is, is the rumours that Enoch may be looking to sell. Oh, yeah. I think they're always because, looking to sell, to be honest. you know, before the, the new stadium and even knowing the new stadium's been built, yeah. it was valued at a billion, according to Deloitte and people yeah. who have plucked up these yeah. figures, is they, they think it's now valued at 1.4. Right. If a big American or... or yeah, or, or Gulf, a Middle Eastern... Or Middle Eastern yeah. company came in and they kind they'll of knew it. that and they back, the, back the manager with the kind of money that Manchester City can spend... Yeah. Then why would you want to leave? Oh, there doesn't oh, no, need to move then, yeah. you then you're then oh I, I can now do it all yeah, here. Yeah, you yeah. do get the impression with him as well though that that he that he is an honourable man and a yeah. nice man, right? So so I totally understand everything you say is absolutely true. Yeah. And, and of course you'd be going, come on, look what I've done. That's yeah. Look what I've done on this money. Look at the money I've earned your yeah. your club. Yeah. Forget about the debt, that's not my problem. Yeah. Lovely new stadium and everything. But look at what I've done, you know, um, over the last few years on yeah. with the budget that I've had. But I do think there'll also be an element. A, he clearly loves it at Spurs, right? Um, now, of course, his career is still going to come first. But I would have thought there'd be a lot of players when he's talking to them over the last year or two, when they're all uh, signing new contracts, where he would be giving them his word and saying, "I, I know that you know, sometimes football doesn't count for anything." But I, I would have thought that he'd have an indication of what he's got by now. So mm-hmm. I'm hope, I'm hoping. Of course, you never know in football, but I'm, I'm hoping that he's thinking, look, this is a project I've committed myself to for at least another couple yeah, of years. He's still under contract for four years. Of course, he's signed a five-year contract. Mm-hmm. So, but if a really big club wants him, they'll pay whatever they need to yeah, pay to and, leave. And, him. and let's face it, Real Madrid and Man United will be. Those I mean, to me, again. It always, it's always amazing to me that I, I'm absolutely certain that the most important figure in any club is the manager. Yeah. I mean, Pochettino. 
if ever we needed proof of that, look what, what Pochettino's done. It's all mm. bit, he's been the most important person, more important than Kane or anyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could say Levy, obviously, but that's yeah. a different thing. So I've always thought, but managers, generally speaking, are bargains, aren't they? Mm. When you consider, if they were, somebody wanted to come and get Harry Kane, they'd have to pay 150 million quid and pay him 300, 400 grand a week. Yeah. You, whoever wants Poch, you're not going to have to fork out that to yeah. get him. So if you were Real Madrid, Man United or PSG, all well, Real Madrid are not in the market for a manager. For the, for, but for Man now. United and PS, now. not now, but I'm talking about this summer. Yeah. Man United, if they thought they could get him, I mean, if I was them, I'd certainly think about jettisoning it, uh, oh, you know, getting rid of... Uh, in a heartbeat yeah. if I was them. And the same with PSG. They've just given him a, a stay of execution, that guy there. But, yeah, and Juventus, yeah, but you could Juventus get Poch, and Poch used to play for him. You know, yeah. so... And Juventus is the other side. Yeah, but currently... they think they're getting sorry. But yeah. I mean, again, if Poch suddenly, if there was a sounding to, well, you could get Poch, so maybe mm. they'd, they'd come in for him as well. Yeah. So, And the, as I say, they wouldn't have to pay, the, they'd have to pay all the money to leave it, but it wouldn't mm. be the same as buying Cristiano Ronaldo or even a, even a half-decent player. Yeah, and yeah, it's got to be worth true. it. So the money's not going to be a problem, I don't think. Yeah. So it's well, a worry. It's, it's going to be a fascinating summer. Uh, we... Uh, w- I don't know if we'll be doing a pod every single week. So next week we've got the Eric Torsford one. But as soon as any more developments in the transfer market and, and things going on, we'll, we'll be back with shows. Don't forget, if you want to sort of keep up to date every day with what's going on, go to patreon.com slash Show. You'll get a, a, a daily show there, a documentary series about Spurs, lots of ex-player interviews, and there's more coming this summer. So uh, please give that a go for a month and support the Spurs show. Right, well, Theo, thank you so much. Pleasure. Uh, I hope you get home okay tonight. <laughs> uh, Barry, thank you very much indeed as well. No, it's still a lovely few days away. We've had a nice few days away. We have, no, we have. We have. And Leon, thank you very much. Leon, our engineer, who's been wonderful for this season. Uh, until the next time. Come you spheres. This day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one or day, January the 20th, 1951. On this day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut. If you're interested in the history, landmarks, and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a four. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash spurshow. Patreon.com slash spurshow. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a concert. January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spursh slash Spursh slash
Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951, Martin Chivers makes his debut to Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978, 2008, 1951, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Spurs The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.